it is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. My name's Ryan. I'll be your host for today. Unfortunately, uh, Mark's come down with Waz fever. It's very contagious, so he's unable to join us tonight. But um, returning, uh, mate, mate, did you, you usually just go to weddings, but I think you might have had Waz fever last week as well. Rob, mate, how are you? Good to have you back. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, uh, my daughter certainly had Waz fever and then passed it on to me, so it's certainly contagious. I don't know how it got over to Brisbane, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In between that and the wedding I was at last Tuesday, it was pretty full on. So, yeah, no, I can understand that, mate. You're, uh, yeah, you're a busy man. But um, making his getting the call up in Mark's absence, uh, making his way over from the Sunday pod. We've we've upgraded here. We've uh, ditched we've ditched the Cowboys fan. We've got a uh, a Premiership winning fan here, Austin, mate. Good to have you here. Ah, good to be here. Always happy to help. Be the cogger to Mark's Cleary. Hey. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Oh dear, boys. Um, we're, we're getting close to the uh, the end of the season now. A lot of uh, do or die, head to head finals. Um, lads, how are we all looking this week? Do we um, do, do we need a win this week? Osto, I think you said on Sunday you're just overall. What about you, Rob? Are you, how are you looking this week, mate? Um, so I, I have got two buys in the kind of cash head to head leagues I'm in. Um, I'm quite concerned about um, in the amateurs, one of the head-to-head ones that James set up. Obviously, my nemesis, Rob's daddy, um, he's <laughs> looking quite good. Um, so I've got a, I've got a match up in that. He's secured the buy already. So oh, it'll just be so embarrassing if I don't make the um, make the finals in that one. But um, I don't know. I, I've actually not really got 17 this week. I've got um, Drinky and Robson and Fotuaka. So. I've got some issues. Oh dear, got some problems. So, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of playing overall this week, I suppose. <laughs> You're back on the overall train, yeah. And you've got your feet up, right? I do in the uh, in the Hurt Locker, our main uh, cash league in the in the AIDS Cup. Though I'm up against um, Shane, who won fantasy back in 2021. The mighty Sea Eagles. He he won uh, fantasy. We had we had him on the pod, I think, in preseason uh, last year. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be that'll be an interesting matchup. But um, how's he doing this no. year? Uh, that's a good question. I'll have a look. Um, and how's old mate Will doing this year? Yeah, we yeah. haven't heard from him much this year, have we? He yeah, must he must have retired. Like he's he's uh, hit the hit the wind, and now he's he's done. Um, Shane yeah, sitting seventy yeah. third at the moment. Oh, that's very good, isn't it? Yeah, he's too good. That's the problem. Mm. Bloody hell. All right. Was he the um, spend no money on centers wing fullbacks guy? Yeah, that yep. That was scared? that was his go. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. 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 Actually, that's an interesting question. Well, he's got Manu and Lemuelu in there, so uh, he's gotten there eventually with the with the expensive ones. I'm guessing he didn't start with anyone expensive though. But um, anyway, lads, shall we get into the team list for the week? What do you think? You bet. Solve some issues. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Good. Uh, well, we'll kick off. Uh, Kick off the week, Thursday, at uh, uh, Osto, your boys, Penrith Panthers, taking on the Manly Sea Eagles uh, down in Four Pines Park. Um, a couple of changes here for Manly. For the most part, it's um, as you are, but we've got Sean Kepi in for Matt Lodge. Kelma uh, Tuolungi drops back to the bench in uh, and comes in Ben Jeroivic. Um Osto, mate, are, are we ready for round two of, of uh, Benny Turbo, the 230k edge centre? 
Uh, if you have more than two trades uh, after trading him in, I would. But other than that, I probably wouldn't. He's got the namesake of the Trobovich weighing him down. It's just too much bad juju. Yeah, he does it's have those. one, though, isn't it? Because, like, is he going to keep that spot? I suppose it depends what you need for that for that spot, you know, what you're doing. Because would you just get Kotrick, like, because he's probably got a safer, quote-unquote, role um, mm. I'm just not sure because Tuolangi's floating around right on the bench. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Cotty is my preferred cash out this week, um, especially with Ben going up against the Panthers. It's not the best matchup, and like just looking at this bench, I, I don't know. I just have a hard time thinking he's going to play 80. Like, don't you think? Mm. Like, we've got um, four forwards there with uh, D. Madison and Tuolangi, who are both capable of playing on an edge. Even Bullymore's done it in the past. So, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't like it. Um, I might give it a week there and maybe he'll be a, a decent cash out next week if he hangs on to that. But um, I, I guess if you're stuck for a, a centre this week and, and need one, he's he's not the worst option. But, yeah, probably prefer well, If you Cotter. need a scorer, like he's definitely better than Kotrick. But um, it just depends what you can – yeah, what you need, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. And um, speaking of centres, actually, uh, people needing centres, the Penrith Panthers still no Isaac Tungo. We've got Zach Hosking there, hopefully uh, picking up a nice dual position ready for next year. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and still no word um, about Isaac uh, from the Panthers. Um, bloody Osto, mate, what's going on down in your neck of the woods? Is, uh, are they just keeping, keeping, a little, uh, you know, keeping things hidden from the rest of us? What's going on? It's hard because they keep, you know, with all the money from the premierships they keep winning, they're just upgrading facilities all the time. So must be uh, medical problems going on down there. But they're usually pretty forthcoming with injuries, so it is a bit weird that they haven't said anything. Maybe it's just a bit more serious, but I don't know. Maybe he's just getting a rest because they want him firing for finals. Yeah, potentially. It's uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. One we'll have to keep our ears to the ground to because it's it's definitely strange that he was in the twenty one last week and now this week he's nowhere to be seen. So yeah, I, uh, if you're still hanging on to him, I think it's definitely time to get rid of him. Um, but no, as for the Panthers, not too many changes here. It's the uh, the side we've all come to expect for the most part. Um, Lindsay Smith goes back to the bench with Moses Leota into the front row. Um, other than that, it's basically an unchanged seventeen, and um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Well, I, I, obviously, Nathan Cleary's good; everyone knows that. Um, Isaiah Yo's good if you've downloaded the uh, the expansion pack. Um, but I, I think maybe the only real talking point uh, from this Panthers side is uh, one Mister Mister Dylan Edwards. Um, Rob, but mate, are, are you an Edwards owner? And if you are, are you tearing your hair out? I'm not an Edwards owner, um, but I know that Austin is um, and <laughs> has been giving, um, I'm sure he's been, uh, he was the first person to exit your team um, come the tra- the lockout opening. Um, but he's almost too cheap, isn't he? It's one of those Robson type issues. Like you paid quite a lot for him, not you specifically. I know you specifically did, but like some people did. Um, and he certainly got it in his game, but it's just the that last game was such an outlier in terms of meters gained, you know, and no attacking stats at all. Um, that just all his base tried up, and he's got two 19s in a row, which is just really concerning. Um, so I can see why people want to sell him, um, but it's just, I feel like there is a good game coming, but it's just, what are you going to do with 501k? He's almost lost all the money that 
he made for you. So Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we've been thinking, oh, this good game is coming. And, like, they've had the Dolphins, the Bulldogs, and the Sharks, and it, and it just never really came. Like, he got a 52 against the Dogs, and that's been his highest score since, what, round 17 uh, when he had a 56 with a try against the Knights. It's been pretty dire, basically, since round 12, well, round basically since their second buy, like round 13 onwards, it's been pretty dire here for Edwards. And Osto, mate, um, can, I, can I get a gauge on the stress levels on a scale of 1 to 10 here? Um, if I had more trades, he'd be straight out. But because I have no trades and he's a green dot, he stays. But I would say that the reason for the drop is that Edwards is kind of, he's not like your troll that's going to pile on points. He needs the hard games where the teams are kicking each other to death so he can do the runbacks because that's where he gets those little tackle breaks, sometimes a line break and just those run meters. But if we're just, if Penrith are just dominating like they do most games, then not really getting kick returns, so he's not really got his hands on the ball as much. That's a yeah, that's actually a pretty excellent point because like in that but game if, against if Storm against isn't a hard game, then <laughs> who is? Uh, I know, I know, it's hard to yeah. you know. That's, it should have been that's a hard so game. So lovely but... for a Penrith fan to, <laughs> to say yeah, that. Yeah, it, it just <laughs> it's just hard, you know, because you know he needs he needs those kick re- kick returns because he yeah, always he makes does. those little runs. But he and kind stuff of has. Like oh yeah, he's been like two hundred meters right, and then last. It was it was a really low base stat game for him, and I can't really mm. explain that. It's it's yeah. it might have been the last fifteen minutes. He did miss a try. Someone did say to me, and I think to Ryan as well, that he did have a rib injury or something or a hammy. Mm. But I didn't really see anything about that. I did notice that with like fifteen minutes to go, he did roll his ankle in a try scoring opportunity. So that might have just hindered him for the rest of the game. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever it was, he seemed like an absolute passenger for most of the game. I, like, he just seemed rather invisible. Like, because uh, yeah. I, I, I don't own him, but my head-to-head opponent last week did. So, like, I was you know, keeping an eye out for him. And um, just any time Penrith were near the line, like, I just, I didn't even see him touch the ball for the most part. It was, yeah, it was really strange. Um, I think, yeah, again, like, I think it, this comes down to what Austin said, where it's one where. Um, if you've got the trades, you you want to be moving them on. But like, if you're down to your last trade, you probably just need to keep the green dot. Unfortunately, it's um, yeah. It's, and it's you can loop him this week, I suppose. Um, if you've got a cow, if you've got a cowboy, because um, he plays first. So that's true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people would probably have a red dot between like Chris Fodawaker, you know, all cowboys like all these guys that are, that are out this week. Um, all right, well, let's move on to Friday. Uh, we've got first game of the week, um, you know, first game of the Friday. We've got the Sharks taking on the Titans here at 6 p.m. And, geez, lads, I don't know. I feel like the schedule makers have had a clanger uh, this week. Like, they've got the Sharks coming back from Perth on Saturday playing uh, on the Friday. And then they've got the Souths on the Saturday at 3 p.m. Um, coming back from Perth playing in Cairns on the Saturday. But then they've got the Bulldogs who are fresh off a bye playing the last game of the week it's um yeah it's it's interesting stuff but um that's uh one sharks fans can uh, pull out of the excuse book if they go over here but um not too many changes here we've got uh mulatalo back um Harati going back to the extended uh thomas hazelton is named again i mean he was named last week before he shifted to the extended i think or maybe he was on the extended i'm not sure um but yeah he's he's back into the side um Oh, sorry, not Hazel. Yeah, is he? No, oh no, sorry. I meant Jesse Colquhoun. I was uh, looking at the wrong name. Jesse Colquhoun's uh, back in. Hazel, Rory Colquhoun. Yeah, Rory, he's back. 
otherwise, mostly unchanged here for the Sharks. Um, they picked up a good win over over Souths. Um, the demise of Nico Hines was greatly over-exaggerated. He bounced back with a solid 73, I think it was, from memory. Um, Cameron McInnes, uh, like Austin and I spoke about on the Sunday pod, um, still playing big minutes. Obviously, the PPM was down a little bit because the Sharks were rolling and he wasn't getting those tackles like he was the week prior. Um, Rob, mate, uh, are you looking at Cameron McInnes potentially as a Fotowaka replacement? What do you think? No, I'm going to hold Fotowaka. I think um, he, at his price, is, gonna, is, a, is a buy, possibly. <laughs> so in that case... I think he's a hold, um, and he's—I guess—he's even going to lose more money. You could—you could possibly like trade him for Haas maybe next week, or like Cam Murray. Anyway, um, that's something to think about down the track. But I think one week is fine. Um, his average has been really good, apart from like even with that one in his average, it's still forty-nine. You know, so it's like. I don't know who you're getting at that price that's going to get you the walk-up 50 that Fotoeka is going to get you. Um, but I think, yeah, if you need, obviously, if you need the points this week, um, I'm fine with you trading him. But I just I just can't easily trade him to someone that's definitely a better player than him. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. this, is, this, is, this became a Fotoeka issue rather than a McInnes buy. Um, you guys talked about McInnes already, I think. He he was never going to get um, eighty minutes and one hundred and fifteen tackles again. Um, he was going for that record, so <laughs> I think last week is possibly closer to what he's going to be going forward. His minutes are still pretty good, um, and yeah, he could he could really get a sixty average. But um, yeah, I think it's yeah you're not going to get the massive massive points that he got two weeks ago. Yeah. No, you, you're probably right, and probably this isn't the type of game for him either against the Titans, who are normally a, a leaky sieve. Probably plenty of points in this game, I'd expect, um, which is probably good for Nico and maybe maybe Connor Tracy, I guess. Uh, uh, my my man who I said I said would outscore Edwards, that Austin reminded me. I completely forgot I said he'd outscore Edwards for the rest I of the season. I forgot about that too. That was great. Um, a good start. Yeah. Well, that was, was that your hot take of the week? Yeah, that was my hot take for the rest of the season. Take. Yeah, that that Tracy would outscore Edwards for the rest of the season. So I'm off to I'm I'm one nil up with uh, about four or five weeks to go. Four weeks to go. Um, all right, uh, I think that's enough for the Sharks. There's not really too much to talk about there. But um, the Gold Coast Titans here, a few changes here. Obviously, Mofat Awaker out, Sam Verrill's out, um, Isaac Fasulama Awi. Jeez, I've butchered that. He uh, drops good, back actually. to. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. All right, then. Drops back to 18th, man. Jamin Jolliffe in, Tino in, Cruz leaming onto the bench. Um, Isaac Liu shifts to the bench as well. Um, yeah, jeez, oh, oh, I don't know where to start here. Obviously, Tino's just basically a straight swap there for Mo. Um, lads, uh, would, would you have any interest in in buying Tino, Austin? What do you think, mate? Would you Would you think Tino's a buy or too expensive? No, wait. I think isn't he like seven hundred and seventy k? I think oh, he's, he's just okay. eight. he's more than that. Yeah, he's, he's eight. eight. No, he's like I think one of the no. most expensive. No, 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 no. As Gus would say, no, no. <laughs> That's very good. Another Panthers um, legend. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's hard to um, know where all the um, mids kind of rank going forward, right? Because um, he's what is he two eight two eight? So he's like. You'd probably just get Horsburgh, right? Yeah, I yeah. think you would. 
it's it's hard because we we talk all season about not looking at stuff in a vacuum, but when there's four games left in the year, if a player's got a buy like Cameron Murray or someone like that or Payne Haas even, it really does strip away a lot of that scoring. So you kind of have to go for a lower version like a McInnes or something like that to make up those points. Yeah, no, uh, probably a good point there, Rosto. Um, I guess other news here, AJ Brimson still not back. Uh, Jaden Campbell keeps that one jersey after a great game next uh, last week. We probably don't want to go here near him just because Brimson could be back at any week. But maybe Brimson just goes to centre. Um, I mean... Rob, like for drinkwater owners and people who have Edwards, would you consider Jaden Campbell as maybe a potential substitute? I think it's too risky. Uh, it's really good. He looks really good. Like if I was a Titans fan, I'd want him at fullback for the rest of the season, I think. Um, but I don't know. Who's their new coach? Who's their coach now? Des. Oh, oh Des, Des is next year. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, we just don't we just don't know what's going to happen. Um, so I think it's a like it's a pretty fun one. Um, I was looking at him for sure because he's relatively cheap um, and could get you a massive score. But um, yeah, there's just no real security to it. Um, cause, I think yeah, you just take Tracy here for twenty k less in a center dual A with job yeah, security. Well, it seems like Tracy's got a spot for the rest of the season, which is kind of what I was wanting for someone on the run home. Um, and Tracy's got the center jewel. So the the, the question I have is when Mo's back, Jolif goes to – oh, no, does Tino go to 13? Yes, and Clark to bench. Clark to bench. And probably Lemming out. Yeah, which means that uh, Randall's probably a screaming by again at that point, isn't he? Yeah, they've got the goat Randall, mate. They don't need a yeah. bench hooker. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure about Chris Randall at hooker. Um, like his PPM in the middle has been a lot better than what it has at hooker, as you'd expect. Um, it, yeah, I, I it's just Cruz being on the bench there that kind of scares me off. The last time uh, Chris was playing hooker, he was only playing about 60 minutes. So, I mean, I guess we'll have to see. Like, it wouldn't shock me if, like, you know, say Keeney or Cleese Haas just drop out once Mo's back either and Cruz just stays on the bench. That wouldn't completely shock me. But mm, this we'll, would have we'll been such a nice bench for Mo. Eh? I'm so upset. Poor Mo. <clears throat> I'm not sure what I'm going to do there. But anyway, we'll move on to the uh, APM game for Friday night. We've got the Broncos taking on Parramatta here. Quite a few changes for the Bronx, I guess. Uh, Jesse Arthur's out. Jock Madden out. Corey Jensen goes back to the bench. Uh, Xavier Willison back to the bench. Oh, no, he's back to the extended bench. Uh, Corey Jensen drops to 18th man. Uh, we've got Dean Mariner onto the wing. Uh, Adam Reynolds is back. Jordan Rickey's back. Kobe Hetherington sl- slides into the bench as well. Um, yeah, quite a few changes. Uh, Brendan Piacora back to the bench too. Uh, I think he's he's probably safe to cash out now if you've got him. Um, he does have a low break even, so you could probably hang on to him. But uh, for the most part, though, I think this is the Carrigan and Haas show. Does, does that about sum it up, Rob? What do you think? Yeah, they're on the buy next week, so kind of hope they get one, you know, one last good score, and then you can figure out what you want to do with Haas. But um, I wouldn't be buying any of these Broncos. Um, Piacora, you can probably hold for another week, as you said. I think his break even's like four or something. So yeah, I'm fine with holding or selling him. Um, yeah, Reese Walsh was interesting. How did he go last week? 
Uh, I don't think he was that crash out from memory. I think he got like a 47 with a try. Um, yeah. No goal yep. kicking with uh, Reynolds out, which was Reynolds a bit bad. Mm. Yeah, now Reynolds is back. But then he's on he's on bye next week. So Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, think we can recommend any Broncos as a bye with hold, a bye coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Parramatta, uh, so I guess some more changes here. The uh, debutants, um, Arthur Miller-Steven is out. Um, Bailey Simonson shifts to a wing with uh, Dejan Arce coming into the centres now. Um, Makatoa drops to 18th man and Brennan Hans is onto the bench. So <laughs> just, yeah, great for all the uh, Joey Lussick buyers last week. This is what you get from... Uh, the brain aneurysm, Brad Arthur, yeah, uh, Ryan Madison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Madison also back to the bench with Andrew Davey into the starting side, which is just the uh, just the classic, classic. So it's it's not great for Maddo. I mean, he, he should still do fine, you'd assume, um, but probably not hitting the heights he was last week. Osto, mate, do you have Madison? And if you don't, um, what, what, are you, what are you feeling in regards to Maddo on a bench? I have Maddo. And it's been a bit of a bumpy ride. <clears throat> but if you have him, I wouldn't be too upset. Probably expecting like 65 minutes as a floor because you got Luca Moretti and then you got Brendan Hands. They're both probably like 20 minutes each. Then you got Wiramu Greg still coming back from an injury. Joe O's going to play 40, 50 minutes max. Davey's not an 80 minute guy. So I wouldn't be panicking at all, really. Yeah, that's that, that's a very good point, actually. Especially with, as long as Brendan Hands stays on the bench, I think Madison's probably fine, isn't he? He probably plays about. 20 to 30 minutes on an edge and, you know, 30 in the middle, something like that. Yeah, so. Davey's not an 80-minute guy, as we know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's just a Cardi and Hopgood show, right, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, who would have picked, uh, you know, Bryce Cartwright at the start of the year would be, what, like 100K more than Ryan Madison? <laughs> His, like, last three averages 72 or something. That's ludicrous. He's, but also, uh, like, Hopgood's been phenomenal as well. I think we need to appreciate him like he's one of the most expensive middles um mm. and he's available at edge which has been a tough position so yeah he's just yeah. had things go his way this year just lots he of kind injuries of that a... keep propping his minutes up yeah i think in a full strength eels team is a like 60 minute guy for 55 53 average so mm. but he's just been really good and if you held him all the way you're cheering yeah yeah like, i definitely kind of sold him and bought him back but it's still been fun but I think the, the, they just haven't sorted out any of their combinations, the Eels. They've run so many different ed, like edge combinations, center combinations, half combinations. And he's almost been the only constant, right? So, yeah, you're right. I think it's just a matter of everything kicking his way, um, massive injury games. Um, but, yeah, I think that's been a bit of the Eels' downfall, especially that left edge. It's just been slightly more treacherous. Yes, yes, it has. Um, uh, are, we, are we recommending any eels as a buy? Probably not. Like it's probably just the ones you've got. Hang on to him. Yep, um, they've got a buy at the end of the year, so can't recommend any of them really. Yep, exactly right. All right, well, let's go all the way up north to uh, Barlow Park in Cairns. We've got the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking another home game on the road um, up against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Um, the Rabbitohs here, a few changes. Obviously, Tom Burgess suspended. Uh, Cheekam 
is out as well. Tyrone Munro had the dropsies last week and uh, he's been dropped too. Um, <laughs> sees Tane Mill back onto the wing, Shaq Mitchell into the front row, Jacob Host onto an edge. Um, but otherwise, it's basically smooth sailing for the Bunnies. Um, hopefully coming off that loss last week, they can bounce back. We get some points here for Latrell Mitchell. Let's go. Uh, Jai Arrow had back spasms last week, but he's been named to, to back up. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I feel like I've, I was getting a little bit of... Um, Deja vu from about 2018 or something like that when I had the captaincy on Joy Arrow when he was having those back spasms and he was trying to come mm-hmm. back and he ended up like throwing up uh, <laughs> like when he was trying to warm up. Yeah, that was, uh, I think I was playing Mark that week too, so burned into the memory. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just the usual suspects here, isn't it, boys? Especially, and again, another team with a buy still remaining, but Latrell and Cam Murray are probably the two targets and probably no one else. Um, Not really. Yeah. yeah, it's almost getting too late to buy either of them, but I can see the appeal in a game against the Dragons if you've got a must-win head-to-head, for example. Mm, yeah, for sure. I think like must-win head-to-head, like you, it's it's probably feasible to target a one-week ceiling, especially in a guy like Latrell. I think now they're close, so close to their buy, it's probably one or the other. I probably wouldn't be want to be buying both Cam and Latrell, but if you're buying both, you kind of need to be able to sell one or mm. both of them exactly um, yeah. in 26. Because so. like, as, as I've always said to you, like, you know, yes, they do have a buy in the grand final week for most leagues, but you've also got to make the grand final first as well. So you've got to prioritize, yeah. I guess, getting there as well. And if Luttrell can do that for you against the Dragons, then, yeah, I, I don't see why not. Um, Osto, mate, do you have anything here you want to add to the bunnies? or No, they suck. No. Spoken <laughs> like a true Panthers fan. Um, yeah, it was pretty right. stressful watching that um, Latrell. That was the, the first week he was in my team this year. Um, and Ryan was so right. Just like it's all just done in chunk plays. You know, he can just go missing for so many big periods and then he just puts out these ridiculous plays and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's why you're in my team. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. but. <laughs> He's the opposite of Dylan Edwards, who like needs, you know, he's a workhorse who gets through his uh, his base stats to get his points, and if he doesn't get that, he's probably not scoring well. Versus Trell, he just rocks up for about four plays a game, uh, fends off about four blokes in one play, and throws an offload, and you know, you, you've just doubled his score in one play. So yeah, imagine that's how if Trell works. in more than like forty minutes of effort into a game. You know, like it was pretty funny when he got. Um, Absolutely turned into a wizard's hat, eh, by um, Sionic Katoa. <laughs> oh, God. He just gave up, just threw it in like, I want to be a center again. Yeah, I think he's still spinning, eh? Just... <laughs> <laughs> he's somewhere out there, that's for sure. Um, the Dragons have also got a few changes, uh, mainly in the centers. Um, Jack Bird out, Zach Lomax out, and Francis Molo out. Um, sees... Max Fiene into the centres, partnering with his brother. We've got a lot of brothers in this side. Um, unfortunately, Molo, uh, Francis Molo out, so can't complete the, uh, the trifecta. But we've got the uh, Fiene brothers in the back line and we've got dual leisure boys on the bench, Ryan and Toby Couchman. <laughs> um, the lazy boys are on the bench. Um, Murdoch Masilla stays in the lock roll. Dan Russell doing great stuff um, on an edge and still relatively cheap. If you need someone in that price bracket, he's probably a, a safe start, especially this week if you've got guys on a buy. Um, Rob, I know you're a, a D-Russ owner. Um, you must be feeling pretty happy. Yeah, he got me into the um, gave me a buy this last week. Um, I had to make a call whether to I looped Russell and Robson. I didn't 
think I'd be saying that at the start of last season, at the start of the season. Um, but Russell was great. Um, just, just so involved, so many tackles. Um, he kind of is a bit, reminds me a bit of Preston, like feels like he actually mm. wants to be there, um, which is few and far between on this Dragons team. So yeah, hopefully he keeps that spot. It seems like he will because I don't know what's happened to Bird. I don't know what's happened to obviously DeBellin's not playing the rest of the season. So yeah, wheels up. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, there is one other dragon I uh, we briefly mentioned last week, and I feel like we might need to touch on again is um, Mr. Blake Laurie. Mm. Uh, he played 61 minutes last week. Obviously, no Debellum for the rest of the year. Francis Molo out now too, and like this bench is looking pretty pretty light for the most part. Obviously, Murdoch Masilla is not a big minute guy. They've got a bench hooker there. They've got Jewel Leisure Boys and Zane Musgrove. Um. Blake Laurie, 61, 61 points, uh, sorry, 63 points in 61 minutes last week. He's got had a pretty good PPM all year. It's been over 0.9. If he's playing 60 minutes every week, in theory, he should be averaging about 55, and he's still under 600K. Um, lads, like if you've got no money in the bank, is this the obvious pivot for Mo Fodawaker? Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, yeah. I get you get to watch the... Um, Lomax and Blake Laurie interview as well. If you buy, if you bring them in, um, which is the best interview <laughs> of all time. So, different <laughs> 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 impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that bench. <laughs> <laughs> that bench. Blake Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby hands. Uh, have to that, watch that, that again tonight. Yeah. That bench they got too is just. It's just I don't know what to call it. It's not. What's first grade bench? Yeah. Is he a? Yeah, he's a bench hooker. Yeah, he's, okay. he's oh, a bench he's a hooker. Yeah. And other Couchman's both back rowers slash middles. Yeah, they'll both play in the middle. I'd suggest. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty wheels up, eh? I like that. If you need, are you thinking of that, Ryan? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm considering it. Um, I guess just with uh, Tino back, I don't know, and uh, obviously Joloth back as well. It's maybe giving me a little bit of. Nervousness on Fodawaka, but um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Like, it's it's either a case of you spend one trade to get Blake Laurie, or you spend two trades, cash someone out, and and go Fodawaka up to someone in the 800s type of thing. So, um, yeah, not too sure, but I think Blake Laurie is a good buy if you if you do need someone. Yeah, and uh, for th- for those who don't know what we're talking about, that's the 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 famous uh, Zach Lomax Blake Laurie um, interview on um, it was with. Uh, it was, it was with Fletcher Hindy, yeah, on the Matty John show, and they were, they were doing a um, a Anthony Griffin impression, and that's where the baby hands nickname for Jaden Sewer comes from. For those who don't just know. so many great pop culture references in that tiny little interview, I think it's my favorite. It's probably my worst, most watched YouTube video. <laughs> it's just yeah. every look, time look I up. think of something, I just yeah, look it up on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Yeah, very funny, very funny. Yeah, all right, very good. Um, let's move on to the. Oh, another uh, another crap. Well, another team that's uh, taken uh, an away or a home game on the road. Um, the West Tigers up against the New Zealand Warriors um, over in Hamilton. Um, a few changes here for the Tigers as well. Uh, Charlie Stange is out. He got injured. Uh, Matamuas back to the bench. Eighteenth man. Yep. yep. And uh, Atasi James is out as well. Um, sees Kapoa back in, um, Big Steph back in, Sean Bloor in. Um, it's probably the best the Tigers can field at the moment. Uh, and, yeah, geez, um, 
Bateman was still pretty decent last week despite playing half a game at centre, so I think he's just a hold. Api Corsair, a bit disappointing, but I think you've got him. He's probably a fine 18th man. Um, a lot of missed tackles guess, from Api, eh? Yeah, that, that's that's just him, though, isn't it? Um, yeah. He doesn't mind a missed tackle. Uh, I think maybe the talking point here is Isaiah Papali'i. Um, Osto, mate, are you a Papali'i owner? No, I've never owned Papali'i. And Smart. last two years it kind of hurt, but this year it's all right. I actually I owned uh, Papa Lee when he's a warrior. That, that's how um, early I was into the Papa Lee train, and, and I, I missed prime Papa Lee at the at the Eels, <laughs> <laughs> but got uh, got the warrior version that got about three games on an edge before uh, I think it was Nathan Brown that ditched him off. Um, Rob, mate, what do you what do you think about Papa Lee? If you had him, would you be selling? I, I guess it's back to the Dylan Edwards thing, isn't it? Where he's a green dot. Um, if you've got trades, you probably can, but if you don't have any... Yeah, you've got I think that's right. I, I've got um, no shares, no cares with the West Tigers, um, and it's kind of been better, but I don't know. It's It's been hard sometimes not owning Bateman because I feel like he's getting all the kind of junk busts that, you know, probably is more of a line ball runner, and there's just he's just not getting any service. They're the worst team in the comp for a reason. Um, so... Yeah, don't want to slag on the West Tigers too much because they're giving us a you know a, a home game in New Zealand, which is very nice of them. But um, yeah, I think I would probably sell him to be honest. Ooh, I feel you like, would sell. Yeah, if you've got well, trades, if you've got yeah, trades, if you got trades, it is the Warriors' revenge game. He might get up for it. Yeah. Know, oh, I still think he's. I still think he's a great player. Um, and he is so cheap that again, I don't know who you're getting at that price that could do as good as him, but it's just his um, floor has been so low this year. Yeah, it's just, um, I think I think Mark talked about it a couple of weeks ago. The halves, like you said just then too, the halves just don't know how to use him. So he just doesn't get those big runs and attacking plays that he used to get at the Eels. Yeah, yeah spot on, spot on. All right, well, let's move on to enough time of the Tigers. Let's talk about a good team. The uh, the Waz juggernaut here, um, hopefully cementing a top four spot this week would be nice. Um, just the one change. We've got uh, Chance out, obviously, uh, due to Mo, as we touched on. Um, Rob, mate, can you help me with the pronunciation of, uh, of Tane? To a picky. To a picky. Okay, very good. That was a lot easier than what it looks. Uh, <laughs> um, otherwise, it's basically just the... The same for for the Warriors. Um, yeah, it's the Sean Johnson show. Uh, Adams been okay, a little less minutes uh, last week. Or yeah, last week Tohu got a try, a little bit underwhelming. Still played big minutes. Um, Rob, mate, how how are you feeling about the Waz here? Is there anyone other than Sean Johnson you want your side right now? I don't think so. Um... I really like Dallin and like draft. <laughs> I feel like he's going to have a great game, but I, I don't think I could pay for him in classic. What does he even cost these days? He's, it's only 541. I'll tell you what, mate, he was in my team more times than he should have <laughs> more times than a responsible player like me should, should have. I think it's a really good matchup for him. Um, so look, if you want someone, maybe if you could afford like a Dylan Edwards to him, maybe, oh, I don't know. Is that what you were doing? Is that what you're thinking about? <laughs> I was looking at it's that to be honest, because look, I'm I am almost positive that Dylan Edwards will not play the last round of the year. Yeah, you've got a good point there because you're right; he's the only guy that hasn't had a a rest. Um, 
and he's been working pretty hard. So maybe that explains some of his kind of downtick and form. Yeah, he's just tired. It's it's hard winning all the time. <laughs> it is hard winning all the time. Yeah, just it's just yeah. ask Rob, mate. He knows yeah, yeah, all yeah. That. <laughs> Man, that was the, such a stressful game, that Titans game. Um, I feel like playing against 12 is almost worse than playing against 13 sometimes. Um, oh, it was just shocking. I had my like work end of year function and I wasn't watching when Mo got sent off. And then I found some blokes like playing it on their phone at a table <laughs> and we were all just like standing <laughs> around watching it, just losing our minds. Um, when uh, who scored the runaway Jaden Campbell. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, look, I think, I mean, fantasy wise, it's just Sean. Um, but I think there is potentially a dice roll on someone else if you want, but yeah, the the rest of the schedule is pretty good for the Warriors, so it's probably mm. just Sean or nothing. For no yeah, break, I guess. maybe, but yeah, yeah, he's he's gotten to a price where he's actually somewhat affordable. Like if, if Tino was this price, I think a lot of more people would be looking at him. Mm. Um, so he's actually at a price where he should be, rather than the you know the mid eight hundreds he was um, yeah, a it month was or way two ago. Too many tries. Um, yeah, in that, but yeah, it seems to come back down to earth, which is nice. Absolutely, SJ worth more than Hines is fun. That's crazy, right? <laughs> Just yep. insane. That's good stuff. Incredible. We've got the Roosters up against the Dolphins at Allianz Stadium. Um, pretty much an unchanged side here for the Roosters. Just Nathan Brown suspended. Uh, Dylan Napa coming in. Uh, it's basically been the exact same usual suspects for most of the season here. Um, Joey Manu in predictable fashion uh, after everyone was panicking and sold him. Of course, he bounces back. Absolutely um, foreseeable, that one. Jeez, uh, I'm one who sold, so don't feel too bad. Uh, Tedesco, pretty good as well. Um, but for the most part here, it's just the, the usual suspects. Um, Rob, mate, do you have any interest in any more roosters or are you happy with the contingent you got? I don't have nearly enough. Uh, now, because <laughs> I sold money as well, like an idiot. Um, I've got Sand and Smith, who I'm looking to move on from this week. Um, but I think they're all buys. Uh, Tedesco, Manu, even Suwali, perhaps. Um, and I know Austin was looking at cheese for the fourth or fifth time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God help me. I just need a hooker. Just some yep. cover. Uh, yeah. Yep. Third time's the charm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, not too much else here, really. Sua Wong is an interesting cash-out, I suppose. We don't really know what's going on with Egan Butcher. I'm assuming he's got lingering concussion symptoms, but um, if Wong can maybe hold down that spot, he's an interesting cash-out. Angus <laughs> Brighton still, still seems like he's a few weeks away. Oh, geez, bless you, Wasto. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's allergic, to, so yeah, allergic to, to roosters. Yeah, allergic to shit teams, mate. <laughs> Oh, dear. All right. Well, let's move across to uh, the the Dolphins juggernaut here, the team that uh, took down the Roosters early on in the year. I think it was round one, wasn't it? A little bit of a different looking side to round one. We've got Cody Nicarima at fullback, officially named there, unlike last week where he was named at centre but played fullback anyway. Hamaso uh, still in the centres. Um, Herman Essiesi out, Ray Stone onto the bench. Otherwise, unchanged. Um, Lemuelu, probably the only real dolphin here. I feel like we've got enough of a sample from Wayne Bennett, um, Osto, that we don't really want to be diving into anyone else. Is that your feelings? Or Yep. I don't think I'd touch anyone with a 10-foot pole in this team. And if you had them, I would just keep them. Yeah, I think that's probably right, Rob. You've got, you're a Val owner, aren't you? How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. I, but it's um, 
yeah, I think it's just needs must this week with Drinky and uh, on by and Robson and things. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anyone I'd buy in this team. Would you buy Lemuelu? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. If you need Quite a cheap. center. He's, he's I think I'd rather cheap. get like the upside of uh, Tracy or Suwali'i maybe. Yeah. Yep. Um, I guess as far as just stock standard 40-point centers go, he's, he's fine. But, yeah. Yeah. Probably not the best. Um, all right, we'll move on to Sunday then. We've got the Melbourne Storm up against the Canberra Raiders uh, at Amy Park on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, a couple changes for the Storm. Jerome Hughes returns, taking uh, Jonah Pezzett's spot in the halves. George Jennings injured again. He's gone. Xavier Coates returns, though, so all good there. Um, Tyron Wishart drops out, replaced by Bronson Garlic. But I think we've seen enough from Craig Bellamy to know that that doesn't necessarily mean Wishart won't play and Garlic will Um but not fantasy relevant. Anyway, I think just the usual guys here again. Um, Cam Munster, a little bit down, but against Penrith, that's expected. Uh, I think he should be fine against the Raiders. Harry Grant, decent game, plenty of tackling last week. He's still the best hooker. Um, and other than that, I don't think there's any Melbourne Storm players we want. Uh, Rob, any objections? No. No, I think Munster's yep. quite a good buy for the run home of the kind of guns that people don't have. Um, just looking at the games they've got. Um and they kind of need to keep winning as well. Yeah. No, you're probably right there. Um, Osto, anything about Melbourne, or do you want to move on to Canberra? No, let's move on. Lovely. Um, and not many uh, changes for the Raiders either. This is a pretty uh, stock standard team list, really. We've got Ethan Strange making his debut in for the injured Seb Chris. Um, everyone's cover is now gone. Uh, luckily, we've got um, our boy Rob, uh, the man from 2021, Nick uh, Chotrich, on the wing there. Is he just the, the walk-up, you know, cash-out this week, wing fullback center cover for the run home? Yeah. I think if you don't need points from him, um, yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's going to lose his spot really, um, apart from injury, um, because Croker's obviously nowhere to be seen um, if they're bringing in Ethan Strange, who I think is like an under-19s guy. So, um, yeah, I think just... Kotrick, if you need max cash out and a green dot for the run home. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if Strange only plays like one, maybe two games, and that's it. We don't see him again. Um, Osto, mate, is it just Horsburgh and Tarpanay, maybe Hudson Young, the only Raiders we really want to be looking at? Otherwise, just... Uh, yeah, if you've got them, keep them. If you don't have them, don't buy them, apart from, yeah, Kotrick. Yep. No, good advice. Uh, let's move on to the last game of the week. We've got the Newcastle Knights up against the Canterbury Bulldogs. Just again, just the one change for both sides here. Bradman Best out, um, Anari Tawala in, and Harrison Edwards out. And we see the return of Luke Thompson finally back from uh, that Liz Frank injury. He played, a, I think he played a little bit of reserve grade in the last week or so. Um, good to see him finally back. But um, yeah, again, I think it's just the normal guys here for the Knights. Ponga, Gagai, awesome, Marshu. Uh, still going good, a little bit down, but still good. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, Tyson Brazell, obviously, my man, how could I forget? Um, I don't think there's too much to really touch on there. I guess maybe the Bulldogs might have a little bit more to touch on here. Um, now, Rob, uh, we've been talking about the 500K wing fullbacks. Um, one that's you know, back from a buy here, Jacob Karaz. Is he on your radar at all? Yeah, I think he's a great buy if you've can afford him i suppose it's would you have him as like your third wing fullback though would you want him actually in your team or is he more of like a 19th man kind of 
he's he is a great. I think he's an awesome loop option because I was looking at yeah. Karaz earlier today, and um, so we've got three games from him from the centers in the last three weeks. He's averaging. He's got a three round average of fifty three. Two of those games are against the Broncos and the Panthers, and then the last game against the Dolphins, he scored fifty two in sixty eight minutes, and he went off for the last twelve. I think he had really bad cramps from memory. Um, and he's done all that without a single try, no try assists, only one line break. It's basically just been all base and you know tackle busting offloads. Like it's just run meters, tackle bust offloads, tackles, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, looking at this, I feel like Karaz has a seventy plus point game coming in the next week to two, maybe three weeks. So uh, again, like going back to like what we you know what we've sort of spoken about of like. Head-to-head players looking for that one-week ceiling. I, I feel like Karaz could potentially be that guy. And like, if you could, uh, if you're missing a, a drink water, or you know, you want to loop someone. Say you've got Dylan Edwards and you want to loop someone. I think Karaz is the perfect man for that for the run home. Um, also, mate, you're the king of outside the box. Are you looking at Karaz? Um, yes. If I had more trades, he was in and out of my team. But I need to send a duel with Chris going down, so I had to settle on. Tracy, but if I had the trades, I would definitely be doing a Dylan Edwards to Karaz trade because it just looks like his five to ten points better there. Yeah, I think if you've got trades, I think Dylan Edwards to Karaz could be an absolute no-brainer, a real winner there. It would have been great if Fan Hub had actually given him the center duel like they should have, but alas, uh, no go. Um, other than that, I think it's just the usual guys here. Jacob Preston's still good, probably safe to upgrade if you want to, but if you've got no trades, I think he's fine to play in your 17 week to week. Max King probably going to be in my side this week with no Mo Fodawaker, um, so hopefully he gets some decent minutes. And, yeah, other than that, it's uh, just the not too really much else here. Um, guys, what do we think? Do you want to move on to questions or have you got anything else you want to get off your chest? No, we got any questions. Got any questions? Enough. Lovely. All right. The, the listeners have been waiting. They, they need their problems solved, so let's get into it. Um, oh, dear. Osto, um, Dom here, he's asking, he says he can't believe he's asking this, but would you play Bench Royvik or Dylan Edwards this week? <laughs> oh, my. How are we here? How are we here? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of world? Um, wow. Uh, can you loop? Just loop. <laughs> Yeah, well, they play in the same loop. game, so no. Oh. If, if, oh, they are too. All right, you've got what to you play need to do is go outside and flip three coins and decide which which coin is Ed, which side is Edwards, which side is Ben, and whichever one comes up the most, you play them. All three coins land on this side. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could get a twenty-five in sixty minutes from Burbo, or you could get a twenty-five from Edwards in eighty. So, yeah, I feel like the answer's got to be Edwards because, like. They've ceiling, both got the yeah, same floor, the but Edwards has got a bigger ceiling. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I think yep. you just need to not watch that game as well <laughs> <laughs> for your mental yeah. health. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, friend of the show, Matt Pickering, just says F Edwards question mark. Um, I think, yes, I think a lot of people he's, feel he's pretty that way. Pick out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rob, Darren says, um, IPAP, do I sell or hold? I can afford for feeder or Cardi. <laughs> How are we here? <laughs> Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. Join the party. Uh, I, I think I would just hold him. Is this Darren from Dez's Pies? No, I don't think so. I think this is another Darren. Okay. Uh, I know Dez has got um, Papaliki. I don't think so. Uh, 
if you're gonna sell him, it would I would probably sell him for Fafita, right? Well, that's the thing. Like Fafita hasn't been playing eighty minutes. The past that's the like, thing. Three weeks I just now. don't think it's the upgrade. It was like you know at the start of the three season. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I think up Cardi. Fafita, they're really just managing his minutes, eh? And Cardi is obviously missing. Penrith and Melbourne coming up round. too for the Titans. Yeah, no, Georgie's got opinions there too. Hey, Georgie. Look, yeah. the, the sensible option is to just hold because Cardi has a buy. I think it's just buy. a hold. I think it's team hold. Yeah, and yeah. Dfee's not yeah. playing 80. So, yeah, team hold, team patience. Hold and patience. No, I think you're right. Um, all right. Uh, what do we got? Um, Austin, Gerald wants to know, would you do Papali'i to Frizzell? Oh, if you have more than four trades. Uh, someone wants to know chance to Latrell. That seems like a no-brainer yeah. um, to pull the trigger on that. Uh, Rob, um, Joss wants to know the best sub 580K wing fullback or centre for Dylan Edwards. Who would you go under 580K? Mm, is it Carrez? Who else is under that price? Tracy, Suwali. I think, I think it unless probably you is Carrez. Yeah. Unless you need centre. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably Karaz. Unless you need a like a jewel, um, like you're running low on trades, like Austin, and you need the jewel of Connor Tracy. Otherwise, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's Jacob Karaz for the ceiling. Yep. Yep. What was it? Sorry, five eighty. Five eighty. Yep. It's also Watini's Lesniak for the ceiling. <laughs> yep. Hundred percent. Yep. Yes. Um. Okay. Osto, the cone merchant. He says, "Chair boys." Uh, head-to-head final start this week. He's been, so he's been hanging on to uh, he hung on to Jack DeBellin for a week, waiting for the head-to-head finals to start. Um, does he trade him to Corey Horsburgh or Tino? Oh, oh, I think Corey. I think Horsburgh. Yeah. Uh, if, is Yo not an option? Does he already have Yo? He must. Yeah, I'm guessing so. He must. Um, yeah, otherwise he would do Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rob. Luke here, Chris uh, is his last trade. Uh, would, would he trade? Should he trade out with his last trade? Should he trade Seb Chris to Suwali'i or just hang on to him? Oh, you almost want to save your last trade, right? For yeah, like, if one of your guns goes down. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think last trade needs to be for someone in your top seventeen. Yeah, because otherwise you're just moving around your emergencies, probably. And yeah, exactly. Guys you don't want in your 17. Yeah. You just spend a trade on a guy you don't want to play. Yeah. All right. Um, Osto, Tom here is doing his last trade. He's looking at doing uh, – oh, sorry, no. Uh, he's got three trades left. He's looking at doing two, leaving one. Um, Scott Drinkwater and Papali'i to Luttrell and the Kinnis. Uh If you can do one without the other – I would wait. It was a, what was the sorry? Drink water to Latrell. You, you could definitely it's, do. I think I'd just do the McKinnis part of that. I don't know if I'd trade drink water. Who was the other trade out? Uh, Papa Lee and drink water. Uh, I think I'd. Uh, you can do. Oh, no, he can't. McKinnis is like 730 now. Yeah, no. If you have to do one of those together to make the other one happen, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. What well, what if you're in a like a, a head-to-head situation um, with only you know say do or die? Would you consider trading drink water out then? 
Well, yeah. I would wait until you get to the bunnies game and see how you're traveling, and then you could do it. But yeah. But if you've got a head to head this week, you mean do or die? Yeah, yeah and iPad's got the Warriors Revenge game. He could definitely pull out a score. Yeah, he could. I'd probably just wait in the week, maybe let McInnes go this week and see how you're traveling. No, I think that's good advice. Um, Rob, MJ here. He says, keep Mo or ditch 658K if I sell or I could also trade, uh, like also cash out Aaron Clark to uh, free up money. So what, what do you think with Mo? Would you trade him to someone 658K or less? Would you hold him or would you make two I trades to get really someone? I really like spending two trades on him. Um, that's kind of my hang up. And like I have trades and I still can't bring myself to do it. So it's just, I kind of think he's going to be about a 50 average. Misses one game. So how many games is, is that left? Three. Yep. So 150 points, say. Um, so yeah, there's probably an argument that he's a sell. It's just, I just don't think it's worth two trades. Would you go, yeah, it pro- I mean, it, it is worth two trades if you've got a stack of trades up your sleeve, but most people don't. Um, would you consider Mo to Blake Laurie? Yep. Yeah, I think that's a that's an upgrade because it's an extra 50 to 55 points this week mm-hmm. um, and then similar for the rest of the season. So, yeah, I would do that. Um, yep, very good. Yeah, the two trade uh, thing is an interesting point that I'll yeah yeah I'll consider. Yeah, I think it depends how many trades you got left. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Austin Mike. He needs a a wing fullback slash center four hundred k or less. Um, who's four hundred k or less in that position that you? Um, four hundred k. Four hundred is low. Um, you almost just go be, to Kotrick. What does he have? Yeah, to it'll play? be Kotrick. Or Asu Kapoa, or it'll be if you can squeeze Stafford Toa for job security at 403. Those would probably be my three options. I mean, a sneaky one could be Tua Piki if uh, Chance isn't coming back next week. Yeah, I'm wondering about that. Like, it's his third concussion or fourth this year. Yeah. Fourth. And- did, he, did he need dual, he said? Did he need center dual? Uh, I'm not too sure. I think he might have been wing fullback or centre. I could be wrong though. If it's if it's dual, then I think the answer's Kotrick. But yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay, uh, very good. Uh, oh, Rob, mate, here. Uh, uh, where is it? It's Jack. He says uh, no question. He just says can't wait to love react Mark's new profile picture in a few weeks up the wires. <laughs> oh man, the You're unders- awesome best up bit the of unders. all time. Yeah. I hate making unders bets for the record, but it just felt like a like a walk up that one. Yeah, just easy win, easy dub, just like a war, just like the wars this week, easy dub. Um, <laughs> um, okay, Austin, uh, another Nathan's looking at doing uh, Chris to Kotrick and IPAP or Moses to a gun. If so, which one? Oh, well, this which is hard because I don't don't know what guns you have and don't have. But which one would well, let's would, let's start with the uh, iPad Moses. Moses. Would, I would trade Moses? Moses before iPad. Yeah, just because Moses has a buy. So if if iPad you say is going to average fifty and Moses sixty or fifty seven, then that'll put iPad ahead just by that one extra game. And if you didn't have a gun right now, I would probably 
yeah, I guess the gun halves. I don't know, like if you don't have David for feeder, uh, but he's not really by either. Haas isn't a buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you go, if you don't own him, if you don't know his horse, Munster. I think Munster's like one of the best guns. Rest of the season, yeah. Or yeah, yeah it's hard to know otherwise because everyone else that or Horsburgh, I think. Well, like, I think Horsburgh. If you don't own him, that's fair. Uh, Leo's uh, Leo's question is a little bit. I think maybe a little bit premature. He says, "Do I bring in Haas in the last round for Hopgood? Um, if you've got trades left by then, sure." And if Haas is playing, but uh, that's a question for four weeks away. Um, oh, Rob, okay, let's have a look here. What do we got? Uh, Ro- oh, I, I, you know how I always ask Mark questions from Marks? Well, we got a question here from a Robert, so I feel like you, you get the Rob question. Hey. Um, he says he wants to know, is IPAP to Latrell worth a trade if position not a consideration? Mm. I think you're leaving some points on the table here, unless you're head-to-head and um, have a must-win. I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, I think it goes back to the the buy argument again. But it depends. Yeah, it depends on your situation. Yeah, it does, yeah. And and also, I guess it depends on who your cover would be for Latrell being out that week. Like, if you've got solid cover, like, you know, say you've got a Val Tafada who can put up... 35, if he gets a try, maybe 45 to 50. It's maybe not the end of the world having that buy. Um, okay, Austin, Cairo here. He's looking at doing... Oh, okay, so he's, he's got two options here for us. He's doing uh, Brennan Hands and Valtafade to Kotrick and Latrell, which allows uh, the looping of Papali in Campbell Graham. Or he does Hands... IPAP and Munster to Kotrick, Hopgood, and Sean Johnson. Don't know how I feel about that second one. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah. As soon as you said t- trading Munster, I just kind of was. Uh, it is to get SJ, but I don't know if that's. Sound like you got a lot of trades though. No, I don't know if I do any of that to be honest. Would you do the first one, like hands to Fare to Kotrick Latrell, which means he can loop Papali in Campbell Graham? Well, if he owns Campbell, Graham, and Latrell, then he's going to have two on a buy already. Then that's assuming it's more of a team composition. Like, I have no problem with it in a vacuum, but you know, if you're low on trades, I probably wouldn't do it because you're going to have two sitting out. Then if you have a cash out, that's three. Plus, like, you, if you're getting Kotrick in, you don't want to be playing him. So in round 26, you might end up playing him. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Good, uh, yeah, having multiple sitting out round 26, always good to keep in mind. Uh, probably does depend on team circumstances. I think Campbell Graham's a really good matchup this week as well. I'll probably just play him. Yeah, good point. Up against the Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Rob, mate. as well, the Dragons. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. No bird, no Lomax. Helps. Oh, Rob, mate, we've had the, the return of... Uh, of our favourite listener, um, Seif Balls. He's back. Um, our, our show's been upgraded too. He says, your show's okay. Rob, okay. Mate, that's, we've gone from our show's crap to, you know, he's not a fan to your show's okay. That's that's huge. I All think right. is um, my favourite fan. <laughs> I have to work so hard on him. <laughs> he's like, the, you know, the, the girl that you can't have, you know. Um, anyway, he says... Unrequited uh, life. Yeah. 
<laughs> Apparently last week he says he traded Karaz to Mato. Um, now Mato's back on the bench. Should I swap them back again? Oh, man. <laughs> What's he trading our boy for? Yeah, we talked him into Karaz. He's been awesome. I mean, that's a that's a silly trade, but also get Karaz back. I'm sure you can Surely do. Surely you got someone worse to trade, though, like someone worse than yeah. Mato to trade. Yeah. 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 As, as we it. touched on, I think. Devil on the shoulder, resting. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, I guess we touched on earlier with Mato. Yeah, like, he should still get decent minutes. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be worried at, about Madison. I think, man, like, every second week, Madison's been a buy or a sell. He's kind of never been <laughs> in between. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Uh, we've got a question here from Dan as well. He says, I lost a preliminary final to Seaf Balls last week. Just wondering <laughs> if there is... <laughs> Just wondering if there is any way to redeem myself or should I retire from uh, permanently from fantasy? Cheers, boys. Pull one out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I can't do anything for you. I, I yeah, feel I can't... Super League's super, um, super, super coach is all right. But... I can't help but feel partially responsible because we've been given Seafs all this good advice. Careers <laughs> <laughs> oh, for so Meadow is actually a fill-up last week, though. Well done. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I just, hopefully you got someone worse to get Karaz back in for though. And you yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he does. That'd be, that'd be ideal. Um, okay. Austin, Sam wants to know the best wing fullback slash center under 640K it can be either apparently. Oh, 640. How much is Garrick? Garrick is 660. Oh man, this is a problem. Wing and fullback or center. Yeah, yeah even Manu's six four eight. I mean Reese Walsh, but he's got a buy, so no. I mean um, it's probably it's hard because it's probably Tracy, even though he's really he's really cheap, but it's probably Tracy or Latrell. No, if you, can't you just Luttrell. if you just want a one week score, maybe Campbell Graham, like Rob said, the matchup this week is. I really like Campbell oh, Graham as like one a, week score is Dallin, mate. One week score. DWZ. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, and Karaz. Dallin doesn't have. Yeah, Karaz is good as well. There's a yeah, few. Karaz. There's a few options. I think just pitch, pick your matchup and whether you need to worry about the buys going forward or if you're head to head and you might not. Yeah. Whoever's face you like to look at the most, I reckon. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah, you, you need you need someone whose uh, face you can tolerate for when they score a 20 because inevitably a centre or a wing fullback will score you a 20 at some point. See yeah. Dylan Edwards. So you need to yeah, be able Dylan's to handle looking at their Dylan. face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Rob, stand the can, man. Um, he wants to know, Robson and or IPAP um, tradeouts. He's got six trades left and no cash in the bank. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Robson, IPAP? Would you trade one? Would you trade neither? Would you trade both? Um, oh, I think it depends on what position they are in your team. Um, prob- they're probably both in your 17, I would assume. Maybe Robson's in your 18. Um, but I'm fine trading both of them if you have six trades. Mm. But what do you yeah, do? I- uh, if, you're, if you're sacrificing, like if they're both in your 17, then you're going to need like to get two more keepers and you won't be able to with no cash in the bank for those two. So 
<sighs> kind of yeah, depends. That's, that's the problem. Like, it, you know, to get someone good for Papali'i, you're and really cashing out Robson. Have you got hooker cover for, like, Grant if you trade Robson? Like, it's just because none of the hookers that we thought we'd get, like, even Lusick is not, like, a walk-up better option than Robson anymore with um with hands on the bench and Appy's Appy, like, he might get a low score because um, the Tigers get um, pants again. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It just depends. You could you could do, like, an Appy or Lusick and then a gun, but... Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that makes your team better or worse, really. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Like, you'd be looking at, you know, like Madison and Appy in which feels a little bit sideways. So, yeah, yeah. if they're 17, 18, then you can cash out one and upgrade the other. That's fine. But he's got, he's got six trades, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you could go Robo down to Hacho and then just pump up. Um, IPAP to whoever you wanted. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it just, if you can, if you've got cover and positions and depth, then it's all fine. It's just hard to know in a vacuum. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love it if we could spend like three trades, and but I, like, I don't know who's in his emergency. Like if he's got someone in his emergency who's like 400K that you could cash down a Kotrick or something like that, I think that would be the way to go. <clears throat> yep. Um, ooh, okay. Uh Osto, um, we've got Nathan here. It's his bye week in head-to-head finals with eight trades left. Um, any need to do anything or or trade due to price changes? Any lists, um, you know, Daly Cherry Evans going down, Sean Johnson going up uh, as an example. Um, what do you think? If you were on a buy in a head-to-head final, do you, would you just hang on to trades or would you make any uh, any changes this week? I would hang on to trades because, as we know, the what what uh, is the best thing to do this week can vastly change to next week. Like you could have a cheapy pop up, a cash out pop up, someone else pop out. There's just no point in trading for the sake of just trading. If you're playing head dead and you're on a buyer, just put your feet up and not stress out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate trades is a lot though. Like if there is if there's a clear issue that you want to get rid of that you can get rid of, then. I'll do that, but I like trading Cherry to Sean's probably not it. Yeah, but he's, yeah. Just, he's basically not playing this week, so what's yeah, the point? That's true. You know, he could trade in one of them and they get injured, and then he's just, I'm just wasted used the to trade. All these people, you know, with a foot in each camp, you know, playing a bit of overall, playing a, playing a bit of <laughs> dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm just for I'm for the people. I'm for the people. No, the listeners know what they want. They're not like you, Rob. <laughs> the problem is, I'm doing slightly too well overall. It's, it's yeah. my issue. It's my yeah. cross to bear. <laughs> Tank overall, so you don't have to worry about it. Done. Uh, I'm just going to do two teams like all you roosters next year. That's <laughs> no, you just captain Wade Graham in the buy rounds, mate, to uh, yeah, tank your score. That's all you have to do. Good fun. Yeah, I think I captain Cody Ramsey last year in the buy. So it was great fun. <laughs> do you think he'll be back next year? Uh yeah, but he's lost his spot. Oh. It's tough. Poor Cody. Yeah. He's got poor um, guts, eh? Yeah, I, I think I think the only reason to to trade this week would be to just avoid like a big price drop. Like I think like the the example that for mine that comes to mind was like round thirteen. Obviously, I'm not playing head to head fixtures in round thirteen, and I only made one trade that week, and that was getting rid of Luke Miller, uh, sorry, Lockie Miller, 
because his he was on the bench and his break even was about sixty. So I was like, well, I'm going to ditch this guy before he drops, you know, sixty k. So um, I think that's that's an that's an obvious type of thing you can do. But yeah, like going like Cherry to Sean Johnson, like Austin says, it's it's probably not worth it just in case injuries. Better to just hang on to it and go hard next week. Um. All right, Rob, uh, Nate here. He's got a do or die head-to-head. He's looking at doing Lomax and Karaz, actually trading out Karaz um, do to, to Nathan Cleary and Mitch Kenny because he's got no hooker cover. Uh, uh, mm. Cleary, I think, is pretty essential. But I don't really want to be trading Karaz. I think he's got massive upside for the run home. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder if there's someone center. like... If there's someone cheaper than Karaz in your side that you could cash all the way down. I mean, Kenny's not that much cheaper than Karaz. Really, he's, what, 70K? Do you just or get, like, sunny Luke? Or, you know? Yeah, you could, but uh, at that point, I don't know if you're just better off getting a looper, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, I've just seen some mail that Wade Graham's retiring, mate. Yeah. Uh, uh. No! Oh, no. No! Oh, oh like, end of the season. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to have to... Oh, I just... Yeah, I just saw it too. Graham hang up boots at sea. No, now I'm going to have to buy him. All right, boys. I'm, I'm yeah, buying Wade Graham buy right now live on the podcast. Hey, Last he actually time is ever. a buy. He is a he buy, is I think. Fun. I kind of wish I'd got him before... 300k, like because it just feels horrible spending more than that on him. But mate, he'll be 600k in a couple of weeks. Don't worry. It, yeah, he's the next Carl Felt, eh? And then Carl Felt got dropped inexplicably. Yeah, he so, did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, because because Wade Graham obviously now is he's retiring. He's got a spot for the rest of the season, right? Yeah, have to think so. He's still Unless they, they're losing. Mm, yeah. Maybe that's just a sign of them giving up. <laughs> Here you go, Wado. Retire, mate. Play the rest on the edge. Because I was thinking go. about buying him as well instead of Connor Tracy because I don't need positions. Um, but Green I just dots. need someone that I can play this week that is going to be like a, you know, someone that sits Oh, yeah. He's, if you don't need positions, he's definitely the best, like, 20th, 19th man candidate yeah, for sure. I'll just do it. It gives me, like, a little bit more cash. Yep. Yep, wheels up, yep. Graham. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I'm sad now. Captain Wade. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I have to buy him, I feel like. I think so, too. Just, you know, last year. Last chance I'll ever get. All right. Okay, let's uh, try and move on from that sad news. Um, Osto made Jason here. He's looking at using his last trade going Dream Baller to Isaiah Yo. What do you think? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, in a vacuum, that's... That, yes, do it. What are you waiting for? But, like, I feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, do it, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't cost you positionally anywhere else, it's just, yeah. Yeah. If you've got you've cover, clearly, you've clearly been, like, safe. I feel, I feel like cash. that's a brag. I feel like yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a humble brag. Like, oh, yeah, just doing one trade this week, you know, just pull up to yo. <laughs> Nothing special, you know, 30-point upgrade, yeah. I'd agree it was a humble brag if it wasn't his last trade. <laughs> A lot of people ran out last week. It still is. That's true. That's true. Not Rob. He's got about 10 left, so he's all good. Um, Speaking of people with trades left, Skinny P, he's got five trades left here, Rob. He's looking at doing Piakura and Papali'i to Kotrick and Yo. Seems like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Yeah, like that. 
Yep, very good. And while I got your Rob, mate, Perry, he needs a yeet list. Uh, he's got Lomax, Chris, and Robson with uh, one trade to any position, 100K in the bank. Which of those three would you sell? Uh, Robson, so 100K Yep. in the bank. How much is Lomax? 720. Oh, surely you do that. Like a Lomax to Horsburgh or Lomax you, don't to, have? you can get Lomax to almost anyone with that. Yeah, pretty mm. much, except Hopgood. Robson is going to get you high 30s the rest of the season. Chris is almost too cheap to what, sell. What's wrong with uh, Lomax, actually? Don't know. Why is, says why apparently he landed week? awkwardly after a kick chase, so it might just be a sprained ankle one week thing. Yeah, mm. it could be. But also, if you can turn Lomax into, like, you know, a gun. You do, oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. If, yeah, if I had more trades and I had Lomax, I'd probably do, like, a Lomax down to, some, like, a Tracy and then fill up everywhere else. Uh, I guess the maybe the question mark here is because he's lost Lomax and Chris, does he need a centre? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, but he did say any position, so I'm guessing no. Okay. Yeah, just get, like, Get Horsburgh or something, or yeah, um, yeah, whoever your choice of gun, Munster, whoever you want. Cool. World's your oyster. Uh, uh, okay, Osto Liam here. He's trading drink water. He's in a head-to-head must win. He needs a wing fullback or a center. He's got Garrick, Ponga, Trell, and Gagai. Uh, who are you going for? Who are you? Who? Which wing fullback or center? Would you trade drink water to to win your head to head? Win a must win head to head. Wow, he's got he's got Gagai. He's got all the best ones already. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like my immediate answer was Joe. Oh, who are the Knights playing bunnies? No. What about Tedesco oh. against the Dolphins? Yeah, uh, I like that. yeah, I don't mind that either. But mm, who the who are Brisbane playing this week? Uh, uh, Para. Para, oh, yeah. Oh no, it's DWZ, mate, or Krez. Nah, yeah, Mar- you're right. You guys are right. <laughs> Marju against uh, the dogs. I think the answer's Teddy, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Teddy. I think it's Teddy. Yeah, very good. Um, okay. Uh, okay, Jordan here. He's. What's he said? All right, Jordan says, less of a question, more of a statement. But if you told me the two round one players I would hold all year would be Harry Grant and Tyrell Sloan, I would be laughing at you. One trade left, ranked 25th 100th. Also, who could predict Sloan becoming a somewhat reliable 38 to 40 average scorer that is roughly equal to the value of Dylan Edwards? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That is kind of crazy when you put it like that. Um, But well done, Jordan. Good job. Um, all right, Austin, what have we got here? Surely we've got an overall. Here we go, Steve-O. He's an overall player, so this is your neck of the woods. He's got two trades left. He's got Chris and Munro out, which leaves no cover for Drinkwater's buy this week. Um, considering trading Moses with Trell in, but he also has a buy, would you go to Teddy instead or would you get a centre via Garrick and Manu? Oh, this is a tough one because I have this inkling that Munro is going to play. Um, yeah, it would be it would be Tracy, or you would trade to. Uh, what was the option you said before? Sorry. Uh, uh, so he's 
Yeah, so he's looking at Trell or Teddy or getting a center in. Yeah, it's a must win. I would just go. I'd just go Trell. Just you know, swing for the. Well, he's he's an overall player, not head to head. Ah, uh, yeah, but he said must win, didn't he? No, no, this is a new question, mate. Steve, oh, God, overall. my brain is fried. I'm so sorry. Must win overall this week. <laughs> must, must win, win overall. overall. <laughs> <laughs> must win overall. <laughs> Look, honestly, I think um, if you need cover this week, it'd probably be Tracy for me. Dual position eligibility, game matchup. He's, he averages about 45 in reserve grade over seven games playing at fullback. So there's a good ceiling there. Yeah, uh, I guess if you want to trade someone a little bit cheaper, uh, I think that's a good idea. But I, I think if you're trading at Mitch Moses, though, like don't and with only two trades left, you probably want to be going for like a gun, don't you? Like Gagai or Tedesco. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Gagai or Tedesco, definitely, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you've got someone cheaper you can get rid of and hang on to Moses, then, yeah, I think Tracy is a good shout. Yep. Um all right. Okay. Here we go. Head to head must win. <laughs> right. hey. uh, so he's trading drink water. Oh no! Wait, we just did this one. Never mind. Ponga. Oh. Yeah. No, all good. All good. Sorry. Um, another head to head question for you, Rob. Though. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah. No deck. He's uh, five trades left. Must win head to head. Excellent. We've got a lot of must wins this week. It's finals time. It's almost he's like it's doing- finals. Yeah. It is, yeah. He's looking at doing Drinkwater and Reese Robson to Latrell and Tino. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's fine. Just pick your favourites at that point. Yeah. I don't think I'd pick Tino at the price, but um, I got no issues if you want to do it. I guess like after the, like after what, like three weeks off and Mo out, it's probably a safe bet that Tino plays at least 60, though, like, I guess. I think it? so. Yeah. Are they still? Can they still make the finals or not? Oh, I don't uh, think so. I'm sure they technically can. I don't think they will, but no, I'm sure they technically can. Where, but yeah, they're what? They're four points away, so yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um, Deck also says. Also, who does Ryan support? Only ever hear hear him talk about the Waz and the Cows Juggernaut. <laughs> I think I think I talked about this a little bit in the preseason. Do you remember Ryan? Ryan just supports Wade Graham, I think. <laughs> I support my fantasy team. No, um, I, I used to be a, a massive Sharks fan when I like I, I loved them when I was a kid, um, but I, I fell out of love with them. I went on a rant in the preseason about it. Oh, I um, know this. Yeah, it, like, I just it was just constant scandal after scandal, and it just it really wore me down. And like the last and like the straw that like finally broke the camel's back was um, like Shane Flanagan getting suspended and sacked, and it was just yeah, like because like the the 2016 Grand Final was like one of the happiest moments of my life, and then like it was only like a month or so until like Ben Barber's been sacked and yeah, he's been caught, <laughs> caught doing drugs. And like, it was, it's just been like constant ever since I was a kid. Like it was like the Matty Johns, uh, bloody, um, bonding session with him and the players getting on with some girl in a hotel room. And then there was like, um, you know, Greg bird glass and his misses. We were, and we got good for a bit. And Brett Kamali was like my favorite player. And then we got smashed by the, the um, by the storm in the prelim, and then there was like that dark period, the Nathan Gardner years, I call them, where like the only thing memorable from that year was Nath, like from those years, was Nathan Gardner having his ass pulled out on national television. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was just like like the peptides, and it's just it's just Bronson Cherry, and it's just st- endless, just endless stuff, and it just yeah, it's wore me down, and like I just I used to love the side, and now I just I just don't really. So um, 
I'm, I'm from Townsville originally, like Mark, and my family are from New Zealand, so I'm just sort of bandwagoned onto the cows and the Waz, and all of our fans are Waz fans anyway. So, yeah, I'm, I'm officially on the Waz uh, bandwagon. Up the Waz. No, up, up the Waz. Exactly. Down, yep. down, Cronulla. <laughs> exactly. TK can have them. Um, oh, dear. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, geez. What have we done? Uh, all right. Austin Nathan here. He's got six trades left. He has a buy, though. Uh, does he cash down? Oh, okay. So this is similar to the question we had before. He says, "Does he? do I cash down Chris and Hands to hang on to the cash? Um, I've got Buller in my 17 for drinking this week. Is it worth trading him to Latrell? I, I, I might take this one. Um, so I, I think this is probably a perfect example of what I was talking about before, like how Lockie Miller had a massive break even. He was on the bench. I think this is an example of a trade you can do this week is – uh, like hands down to Nick Kotrick. I don't think you need to do anything with Chris. I don't think you need to do anything with Buller. Um, uh, I, you know, if Buller's your 18th, 19th man, then that's fine. Um, I, th- I think you can just wait a week on everything there except for I think hands to uh, Kotrick is a good, good example of what I was talking about before of a, a way to avoid a massive price drop of a guy that might yep. only play 20 minutes. Okay. Um, okay. Austin, Harry wants to know, thoughts on Wong or Strange as a cash down? Get Kotrick. Oh, yeah. I'd get Kotrick. Unless if you already have Kotrick for some reason, then I would. Man, they both have no security, eh? I think Kotrick Um, has more than Strange. No, I'm saying if he already has Kotrick and you had to pick between Uh, Wong and Strange, I'd probably go with Wong because he might I'd go probably back go to the bench. bench. Hmm. Yeah. Well, in the same question, he said he's looking at doing hands and DCE to Cleary and anyone under 320K. And boys, do you know who's under 320K? Wade, oh, Wade Graham. Graham. Wade oh, is he? 316. He's sneak in. Austin. Austin. 316. Do it. Do it. Do it. What are you waiting for? You never needed yeah. a better excuse. Exactly. I, I think, uh, like the boys were saying, the number one pick is probably Kotrick, but I think Blake Graham in terms of job security and getting you at least 30 points a week, I think he's your man. Yep. Um, ooh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Here's a question we could all answer, I think. Trey, he wants to know, 650K, any position, who you got? For me, I'm taking Blake Laurie. Boys, floor's yours. Who are you taking? 650K or less, any position. you say? 650, any position, who you got? Rob, Austin, jump in whenever you want. Yeah, I'm just having a look. <laughs> Blake Warriors, so my way. <laughs> 650 is hard. Manu. Ooh. Oh, sneaking in there. Um, 650. <sighs> Austin's going to pull out some guy I've never even considered before and... It's just going to be a banger. I know. Yeah. It. I feel it. There's no way it's not going to be a banger. <laughs> oh no! Why are you going to put that type of pressure on me? <laughs> it's really hard. I think. I think it is. I think it is Laurie though. Look, any player six fifty. Yeah, I think it is Laurie, but I would go with probably. You know what? I'll just go with DWZ. I'm just looping. Perfect looper. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we're at the point in the season where you can just chase upside, right? If you can loop, like. Mm. That's kind of what I want to do. Like, if you can, if you can get 
a lo- like a loop of a, a potential really high score that you don't have to put in your team every week, then yeah, yep. someone like Watini is great. I think it'd be fun just watching too. Mm. Maybe honourable mention to uh, Hudson Young, but he's playing Melbourne, so maybe not. And he's been out of form pretty badly lately. I think he's got a five-round average, no, sorry, a three-round average of 41. Yeah. Not the best. With two tries. With two tries. Ooh, yeah. No, stay away there from there. Stay away. Mm, yuck. Um, all right. Dale asks, Ryan, who would win in a fight? Griffin Neem. The, the reigning champion, Griffin Neem, I think the longest reigning champion of the season so far, um, up against Payne Haas. Now, boys, I don't know what you think, but I feel like this isn't even a this this is this isn't even a close fight. This is Griffin Neem in a landslide. Um, Payne Haas, he's, a cat. he is a cat. He is a cat. Yeah, he, I, he, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've got this feeling that Payne Haas isn't going to win anything in his career because, like, he, he just doesn't seem like he's got that drive. Like, and like, I'm not saying that like as in terms of uh, he's a bad player because obviously he's not. He's he's awesome. He bends the line back whenever he runs. But to me, I don't know. He's just got like that attitude of um, he's more money chasing than success chasing. That's just the vibe I get from, from Payne. I think yeah. he is the best prop in the game. But that doesn't I think mean he's, that he's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it is a little bit of an effort thing for me with him. But he's phenomenal. Like, he's one of the best players I've, like, one of the best props I've seen play. Mm-hmm. But, like, would you rather have him or Isaiah Yo, you know? Yeah, well, in terms of like ball running, um, he's undoubtedly, I think, the best in the comp. It's, but like, I think his defense lacks a little bit, though. Like, whenever you ever seen Haas really push anyone back, like, he's always just sort of bringing people to the ground while letting them fall forward, type of thing. I don't yeah. know. It's just it's probably like an yeah. offense defense thing. Like, hmm. uh, you you you'd almost prefer like Fisher Harris on defense, you know, someone like well, that, like a, and I think, ooh. and I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing. Uh, like, I think that's why uh, New South Wales went crap in origin because they were trying to play Panthers footy using two too props many, in Haas, Haas and Paulo. Breakers, eh? Yeah. yeah Haas and Paulo who are great ball runners, but they're not the props that play Penrith style of footy. Like you look at Penrith, they've got, you know, Fisher Harris, um, who's just. Oh, Penrith's props are so good. Like Leota is yeah. awesome. Like, oh yeah. my God. Because Penrith used their props as basically defensive weapons and let all their outside backs do all the hit-ups while their, def- while their props are making sure no one gets any metres. Uh, the opposition doesn't get any metres on, on their kick returns. And, and even, like, Liam Martin like is a bit wasted in origin. Like, he, he's so good, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's mm. all right. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, fun fact, fun fact, Haas on that subject has zero turnover tackles this year. Yeah, he doesn't care so, about defence, man. Doesn't yeah, I love it. I love it when something easy. fits my narrative. <laughs> he's kind of like a, a Jack DeBallon lazily stroll over third man in flop on top. All right, you guys go back. I'll just lay here for a bit. He's definitely getting yeah, on this week now. So thanks, mate. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fine. I own him. It's good. Oh, you do. Oh, we all own him. Yeah, I own him. It's good, gear, mate. <laughs> yeah, we need the turnover tackles this week. Come on, Payne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the other thing? Uh, I think some of the Penrith forwards too. Just to digress a little bit. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> um, Ivan uses them really well because since, if you've noticed, since they're missing Spencer Lenu, he's actually been playing Moses Leota off the bench as the impact forward and using Lindsay mm-hmm. Smith as the battering ram. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. 
All right. Well, uh, you know, we all we all know that uh, Freddie's not as smart as Ivan, though. Isn't that right, Osto? No, that's why I called him into the box, mate. He just needed a bit of help. <laughs> yeah, and they and they won that game. It makes sense. And they won. Okay, proof in the pudding. Yeah. All right, um, CJ. He's back from holiday. The team is in shambles. I think he was in Bali from uh, from the DMs, if I remember correctly. Uh, Welcome back, CJ, mate. I'm sure it sucks your team's in shambles, but I hope you enjoyed the holiday. Um, he says he's got two trades left. Austin, um, he wants to know, do I bother chasing Cleary and risk no centre cover or do I do Sandon, Smith and Buller to Fanua Blake and Lemuelu giving me cover for every position? So obviously those two trades seem like winners. So would you do that or would you chase Cleary? No, I would definitely do the second option. You're going to have to let Cleary go this year, mate. I'm sorry about that. You just you just haven't planned well enough. I'm sorry to tell you, but yep, plan better next you time. You planned a holiday instead. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I was a good holiday because he, he does ask um, boys. He's he's in the holiday mood still. He wants to know what's you. You're at you're at the bar. Uh, it's happy hour. What are you going for? You're going for five dollar mai tais, five dollar margaritas, three dollar golds, or four dollar rum and cokes, Austin? Which one are you going for, mate? Uh, it's definitely rum and coke. Yeah, nice. Four dollar so, rumbos is a filler. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I hope Mark would go for the golds. That's that's just the vision I have for him. Um, I mean, I worked <laughs> in a Mexican restaurant for about eight years, so I think I'm going for Mark's. That's that's me. You know, in a previous life. Um, all right, Rob Ben here. He says, Chris, to anyone four eighty four k or less for my 17th man this week. While Robson and Drinkwater are on a buy, otherwise he could do Robson to Appy. Four seventy four, did he say? Did you say four eighty four? Four eighty four. Oh, that's yeah. almost exactly the same as me with Sandin. Um I think it's Tracy or Suali or Wade Graham. Dan Russell if he doesn't have him? Oh yeah, Dan Russell if you don't have him, for sure. I already have I already have Dan R, so I just assume everyone has him. Even though he's only <laughs> six point two percent owned. Um yeah, he's he's great. Get him if you don't have him, for sure. Yeah, come if we do about Dan Russell this week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you're looking for anyone under 400k position, not optional. Get Dan Russell, mate. Yep, um, I think second option is probably Connor Tracy, though. Is probably yeah. yep. Happy, happy yep. with that. Uh, okay, we've got a question here from Ryan, so I guess I'll take this one. He so he's got skeleton as his looper. Um, he wants to know how to order his bench. So he's got. Appy, Young, Russell, and Piakura. I'm assuming that's Hudson Young. Is there another Young I'm, I'm think I'm missing that it could be? Not Neil Young, Young. Tom Appiah. Neil Young. Hard <laughs> uh, <laughs> of gold, Abby, mate. Dom Young. Hard of gold, yeah. Yeah, Dom, Dom Young. Oh, there's three Youngs. Hudson Young, Dom Young, and Young Tom Appiah. So It's probably oh. Hudson Young. Um, yeah, I'm guessing so. I'm guessing it's Hudson Young because the other yeah. two aren't relevant. Um, uh, ooh, honestly, at this point, I feel safer playing Dan Russell. I think you can leave Piakura out and uh, loop Appian Young. Would it surprise yeah. you that Dom Young is more highly owned than Hudson Young in fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he signed a contract with the Roosters. Everyone it's, knows his name now. It's 3% and 2% respectively. And Young, Tanamapaya, 0.5%. That's kind of crazy. Yep. Um, but I agree. If you, that. yeah, so if you can just play Russell and loop Young and Appy, I'd do that. If you've got to just pick which two to loop, I think I'd loop. 
Oh, who plays first? Happy plays Saturday. Hudson Young plays Sunday. Just loop um, whoever plays first. Yeah. yeah, Looper, which is, I think, Dan Russell. So, yeah, Dan yep, Russell. And take everything, anything over 35. Oh, Dan, I was 45 <laughs> men, mate. Yeah, he's a, he's a walk-up 50, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Cherry Evans. <laughs> All right, let's, boys, let's bring it home. We're nearly there. Um, oh, here we go. Dylan, he's got a, another one of the must-win head-to-heads here. Uh, he needs a, a wing fullback. Uh, does he do Mo Fodawaker to... Teddy or Karaz, or does he keep Mo and trade Seb Chris to Jaden Campbell or Dylan Edwards? It's going to be the one person looking at trading in Dylan Edwards this week. Um, uh, Rob, mate, what do you what do you think? Would you do Mo to, to Teddy? I think or I'd do Mo do... to Teddy in a must win. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. You've got to get through, don't you? You've got to survive. No point hanging on to trades if you if you're not there next week. Um, Unless it's a must-win overall. you, you, you got to save trades for the must-win overalls, eh? <laughs> Only Rob has must-win overalls. Um, <laughs> Competing against myself, against my yes. demons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Osto, uh, Reese here. He's got his head-to-head grand final. He's trading hands. He's got 776K to spend. Who would you go? Um, he says he's thinking Gagai because then he can loop um, Garrick versus Penrith. Otherwise, he can go any position and in, he'd loop that with John Bateman. Like, I don't like the yeah, Gagai Garrick idea. I do, but if it's any position and it's a, your grand final, it has to be Latrell. It has to be Latrell versus Dragons this week if you don't have I really that. like Monster, eh? I like Monster too, but in a must win head to head, and you've got, like, if you, mm. let, let's say you're down by 80 points, right? In your grand final and your head to head, who's the one player you want, like playing against one of the lower ranked teams? Who do yeah. you think is going to pull you out? Yeah, yeah. that's true. You just yeah. don't want to watch the game, eh? You just don't want to watch it. It's, it's hey, you want to go take a shower and then Mitchell come back out to a 90 loping around like Mark did. Yeah. No, that's quality advice from you, Osto. I like it. Yeah, um, no all right, we're into the, the fun questions here now. Uh, let's bring it home. We've got Homebrew Dan. Um, let's get his fantasy questions out of the way. He's got um, best option for Jareen Buller, looking at Karaz or Lemuelu. Rob, what do you think? Karaz. Karaz, excellent. And, of course, boys, biggest pest of the week. I hope you've come prepared. I think that's why Mark's not here tonight. He just wanted to dodge answering this question. He's actually perfectly <laughs> fine. Just didn't have a pest of the week, so he's dodging homebrew Dan. Um, boys, do you have a, um, a pest of the week, or do you want me to go first? Mine's Mo Fodawaker, I think. Uh, yeah, not only did he knock out my boy chance, it's just left me with an annoying fantasy headache, which I just didn't want to have. Um, and it's only a one-week suspension as well. It's almost worse than like a three-week or a two-week, because then he would have just been an easy sell. So yeah, at least just just get suspended properly, like Debellin, and then I can trade you. Don't don't just get a one week suspension. <laughs> I'm sick of you, Mo Fodawaker. Oh dear. What about you, Austin? Do you have a pest of the week on short notice? Yeah, yeah. My pest of the week is uh, Pemrith for being so good that Dylan Edwards can't get base stats. <laughs> so good against the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> That's the humblest prayer game. You are the worst. We are never inviting you back. That, I love it. So oh, awesome. Bloody Austin. All right. My pest of the week is the state of Fox Sports commentary. Um, 
or just oh, NRL commentary it? in general. It, it is. It's <laughs> awful. And I don't know how we've ended up here. It's just become like an old yes, boys club. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah, just an old know. boys club, isn't it? It's, you know. It's, it's a complete job. Yeah. Oh, dang I feel like started. there's one person out there that would say, I'm sick of X, um, you know, from literally anybody on a Channel 9 or Fox Sports panel. It's, I'm just sick of this person. Yeah, it's but like I think obviously the worst one though, and I think everyone would agree is is Blocker Roach. Oh, and I don't I don't know how this has happened, but he's ended up doing like three games a week. Like ever since Fox started like stopped going to games and started just like commentating from the studio, he's ended up getting like three games a week. And like I don't think there's a safer thing in football now where like Blocker will be like, oh, I don't know about this. I think it's a. And then you'll be like, and I'll just be sitting on the couch and be like, okay, well, it's obviously going to be B then. And it's it happened like four, B, like. <laughs> yeah, it happened like four or five times on the weekend. Like there was one, like like Adam, I think it was like uh, Adam Pompey was injured, and he's like, oh, Adam Pompey's injured down. I don't think he's going to continue. And then like a second later, he's back in the defensive line. I'm like, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> and then there was like that that strip, um, the dragons one. Yeah, the Dragons one, and he's like, oh, I think, what do you mean if this is a loose carry? He's definitely stripped this, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is definitely going to be, you know, no loose try. Carry. Uh, this is absolutely going to be loose carry. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah, and then I think there was a captain's challenge as well in, like, the first game of the week, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is going to be, like, he was saying, like, oh, I think this is going to get overturned. I'm like, this is going to stand for sure, and yeah, no, sure enough. Like, I'm starting to think, like, this is actually, like, like an Alex McKinnon type situation. Like, you know, like, when Alex McKinnon, like, you know, he, he got his injury and, like, the NRL and Fox, like, took care of him by, like, giving him jobs or something like that. I'm starting to think, like, the NRL is like, well, this bloke <laughs> is obviously brain damaged. We've got to look after him. We'll give him a he's job. The yeah. that's been, been known to yeah. His brain is stuck in the 80s. We're going to have to look after him. That's, yeah, that's, Do you that's think whoever has to sit next to him in the box gets, like, a list of bull points? Like, don't correct Blocker when he says the wrong player. Don't correct Blocker when he says the wrong year. Don't correct Blocker when he says the wrong team because you like, just point out too much. You don't want him to get too angry or his brain might just explode. Yeah, I can't, I can't count the times he's been like, oh, X player is doing really well. And it's like they, they started on the bench, mate. They're not even out there. His solution for everything, like for every single half, his, his answer is, oh, I don't know, I'd like to see him run the ball more. Like every time, <laughs> without fail, that is his go-to. Like every half he wants running for 100 metres a week is... It, I just yeah. I remember just one I think it was two years ago when Jamin Joliffe was coming into the game and he had I think played like ten games in a row and Gus was and not Gus and Block was like oh this is a new bloke I haven't heard of this bloke before how's he going and everyone else has watched our Titans game in the last <laughs> ten weeks it's just tearing their hair out going mate why are you doing Oh, and the worst part is like they're not holding open tryouts for these jobs are they like they're, they're, i'm sure there is a, you know thousands of people who could do a far better job and like they're not they're not looking they're not advertising these jobs are they like they're just they're Sorry, grabbing mates of mates you what, I, yeah, it's I, jobs for mates man that's all yeah it is, it is. i think mates. Cooper Cronk isn't very good either to be honest i think he's he's i think he's one of the smartest ones there but he's not a very good speaker Theatrical. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think right. he's good in he's, studio, but he's not good. He's on more of like a yeah. yeah, like a comments halftime kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, the, I agree. there could be like a crazy halftime play, and Cooper Cronk would be like, "Wow, he's nailed that field goal." And then Dan yeah. Ganey would be like, "Oh my god, he's done a three sixty and kicked the ball through straight through on the black dot. Oh, this is insane." He used to be so good as well when he was doing the Warriors. I feel, but he's just really 
dropped off a cliff as well. Oh, yeah. Actually, speaking of the Warriors, I really do miss um, the old, like, uh, completely biased Sky Sport commentary we used to get oh, here. Like, Fox used so to just take good. the Sky Sports commentary and, and not yeah. have their own commentators, yeah. and it was glorious. It was, yeah, uh, like... <laughs> Oh, the Warriors commentators, they would, yeah, they'd be so far in one corner and it was, yeah, it yeah. was pretty funny to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also like anyway. listening to Anthony Griffin because he always just seems oh. like they just crossed to him in his lounge room and he's like, wait, what, what, what's going on? What do you guys want? Oh, and how's yeah. Shane Flanagan got a job in the... <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. I think I think uh, Flanagan and Hook have just swapped positions. They're, like one's <laughs> gone from Fox and one's taken the Dragons <laughs> job. It's just rotating... <laughs> It's just it's fox and dragons, yeah. And then the crazy oh. thing is, d- does Fox News own the Broncos as well? Or like News Corp? Yeah, I think they've got a pretty big stake. It's just, it's all just, it's all just, everyone owns everyone and you can't <laughs> criticize anyone. And everyone's best mates. Oh, I'm sick of it. Yeah. 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 That's, That's a really good one, Ryan. It's really. Yep. I'm I love Pest of the Week. I can't prepare. <laughs> All right, ringer, um, ringer runner-up best of the week as well. Oh, ringer! <laughs> yeah, ringer. Jeez, we've had some tech issues tonight, guys. Hopefully, you're hearing this. We're, <laughs> we're just shouting into the void. Yeah. yeah, you'll never know. Uh, just don't listen too closely to the Warriors and then Roosters line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some editing needed soon. All right, last two questions. Let's bring it home. Um, so, Mark, he says, if you guys could make one of the following changes to the game next year, which would you choose? And he's listed three options here. So, boys, you're going to play. Uh, you're going to play Fan Hub. Um, option number one: res- reserves are for a fixed position. So, I'm I'm guessing sort of like a super coach. So, you'd have like three mid reserves, one hooker, etc. Number two, you split the wing fullback position into wingers and fullbacks to make wingers more relevant. Or option three, have a utility position that can be slotted in anywhere for players who play three or more positions, e.g. Tyrone Peachy, Nicarima, Granville, Joey Manu, etc. So, Rob, we'll start with you. Which of those three do you like? I don't really like any of those. Um, No? Not changing What I would quite like is, I don't know if you guys have played or heard about... um, Fantasy Premier League. It's not a very fun product, and I don't enjoy it very much. But one thing that they've got, which is really cool, which would be awesome for NRL Fantasy, is you've got a thing called a free hit, where you kind of take your whole team value, and you can make a completely new team based on that team value with different players. And I think that would just be so cool for the origin period. Like, you get one a year where you can just like completely change your team based on, you know, fixtures and origin and, and that kind of thing. Um, and that would be quite cool. All of your things I think are um, like super coach and I don't know, the utility might be fine, but I feel like this year in particular, it was quite hard to navigate the origin. What's annoying with the game, I think, is that you get rewarded for your players being good so that they get to go go and play Origin. And then dealing with that as well as all the buys just meant that like that whole period for casuals was so tough. Like we're doing it every week. We've got like spreadsheets and stuff. But like if you're just a casual fan, you're gonna lose them over that period. Every time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a good, that's a decent idea. I don't, I don't mind the uh, the free hit. I, like I think the free mine, hit. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, 
Um, I think mine would be number three because I've actually had that idea before, and I think I might have talked about it with like Mark. Is this utility? Maybe, Rob. Is it kind of like a yeah. in yeah? Well, NFL? It, I, it would be for I think like for it to work though, like it would have to be for mostly rare players and guys that usually aren't fantasy relevant. So like for example, Cody Nicarima and Jake Granville, obviously they were both of them were very relevant this year, but typically they're not. Um, but I think in, used in rare cases, I think that could be interesting because there are guys who are genuine, like who are genuine utilities. Like they're not like Cody Nicarima's not really a uh, dual half wing fullback because in reality he can play just about anywhere in the side except for prop. Um, the positions have been a little bit arbitrary this year, eh? As well, I think mm-hmm. some people got stuck with um, jewels that they didn't that didn't really suit them, and then they got stuck in other roles. Um, so yeah, that is interesting. Actually, out of out of the guys' things, I think I agree with you, Ryan. Um, yeah. Also, do you uh, anything different, um, or is there do you have any ideas? No, I would I would actually love the second option, which is to divide the wing a fullback and the wingers, you'd get one one fullback in your starting side and you get two wingers. Now, I know that sounds like a terrible idea because a lot of people hate, you know, wingers, but fullbacks, but I just feel like it would really help shake the game up in terms of like what they did with the mid and the edge positions where before you would just fill your edge positions like your front row forward, mid row forward with locks. But now you have to actually pick two edges every year, right? So I feel like if they made you pick one fullback and have you have to have two wingers, you know, it wasn't really an edge. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's still certain cases where that stuff happens, but like for the most part, you do have to find edges. Because in yeah, coach, is it? Do you have two fullbacks and four centre wings or something? Is that? Yeah, they don't two, they don't separate f- centres and wingers. Yep, yeah, two fullbacks and then seven slots for centre wingers. Yeah. Mm. Which I think like it's old so, school fantasy. I think is that is good, but it's just different, and I don't know if it would work that well. Maybe it would. I tell you, I tell you what, though, if we if we did have separate slots for wingers, I absolutely would have bought Kyle Felt this year. <laughs> yep, and Isaac, and 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 Carres. Like, there's so many players we would have got, and Garrick, Garrick, Garrick is walk up gun winger. Yeah, is Garrick day of the is, week? Oh, Maju. I feel like there's been quite a few this yep. year, actually. Um, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Just diversify the game and like make you like pick different positions, different people you usually wouldn't pick because like right now you wing a fullback is just fullback or bust. Right? I think I just get rid of the hooker position. Can we do that? Is that an option? <laughs> <laughs> just delete uh, the hooker position. Just delete it. Just just make it a flex. Just <laughs> yeah, I'll take another half. I've already got five starting halves. I'll take another one. You need one more, I think. Yeah, I'll have three halves. Yeah. Why not? All right, and uh, the last question of the week here, Spence. He wants to know our fantasy awards for 2023. So I've sent this question to Mark. To uh, he's going to answer it next week. He he gets a week off, but luckily we've got Osto here to, to help out. So boys, um, let's go through the fantasy awards here. He's listed a couple. He wants to know your best cash cow of 2023. Rob, we'll start with you, mate. Who do you think was the best cash year of 2023? I think mine was Preston. I bought him at two eight seven and sold him for six nine two. Um, so I made four oh five k on him. Um, and I also kept him for eighteen rounds, and he averaged like wow, close to fifty. So I feel like he was pretty phenomenal for me. I feel like he was pretty instrumental. I I think he was in my seventeen most of those weeks too. So yeah, for me that's yeah. Presto. 
Yeah, I think he's the uh, the the slam dunk pick there. Um, Osto, mate, who who do you think uh, was one of the best cashies this year? Yeah, Rob Rob stole my answer, so I'm going to have to pivot here. But um, for me, I guess just in the time of the year, um, Sandon Smith was probably my cash cashier of the year for me, just in terms of how late it was because I got on him at two twenty. Nice. And he made a quick 200K and I was able to get like Dan Russell and then upgrade someone else. So for me, he's probably been one of my most instrumental ones in terms of getting me home. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's a good answer. Um, for me, I'm going to go for Cody Nicarima. Um Just because like of how, like it started off obviously quite rough with him. He had the 16 with the Sinbin um, when he first got this half job uh, and then a 25. But from that point on, from round, round eight onwards, um he was startable in your 17 every single week for the most part. Um, and he definitely pulled me out of a, you know, out of a jam a few times, like especially during that origin period, uh, like rounds you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17. Um, yeah, he, he was, he was great this year and mm. good, good coverage made over a 300 K. So yeah, that's, that's my cashier of the year. Yeah, that's great. All right. Yep. Uh, Bryce Cartwright on a rule mention as well. He, Made over three hundred for me. I, I mean, I feel like you sh- we should have just all kept him because he's a gun. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he's not a cash cow anymore. He's a keeper. So. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's like Payne Haas when we got him as a cash cow and he just turned into a jet. So oh, exactly. God. Except no, we all kept that. Payne Haas. We didn't keep Cardi. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, biggest trap of the year, Rob. Who was the biggest trap for you this year? Uh, Harrison Graham, maybe. Hmm. It's not bad. I didn't get him, but I think that was that was one. It was one, it's one of those ones where he just came in for a week, right? And everyone was everyone got on, and then you know they wanted the hooker that you know that elusive unicorn hooker position, and then he just was out of the team. So, yep. Um, Osto, biggest trap. Oh, mate, it's 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 Brendan Smith and Daylight. <laughs> he is the biggest trap. Of the year, hands down, he, and will be talked hurt, about though. as one of the biggest stinkers of all time in terms of expectation versus output. Yeah. No, that's, oh, what yeah, about, that's a good one. Um, Burbo as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of bad luck in that one, though. Just I'm just looking at, looking at my trade lists. Um, Bought him in round 12 220K. Sold him in round 15 for 220K. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I also want to add uh, Tavita, honourable mention, oh. does it to us every year. <laughs> that was foreseeable, though. I'm not giving you guys that. Like, how many? How much evidence do we need that Pangai is a trap? Mate, I, I sold Tavita for, I think, 10K less than what I actually bought him for, so I'm calling that a win. Thank <laughs> you. Um, Sammy, watched him go down to 500, sold him at 600. On the range yeah, of Tavita outcomes, eh? that's, uh, that's a win, unfortunately. Exactly right. Um, I'm going to go with basically any dolphin outside back. At, that was uh, basement price. Oh, your um, boy, McGrady. Tracy. Yeah, McGrady, Bostock, um, even Valtafade, like when everyone jumped on when the Dolphins were on a buy, like he had the one good score and then the Dolphins had a buy and everyone was buying him and then he was completely out of the 17. Um, yeah, basically anyone that plays for Wayne Bennett has is, is turned out to be a trap this year. So maybe uh, yeah, Wayne, ben- Wayne Bennett is the trap of the year. There you go. He doesn't like your fantasy team. He does not. Um, <laughs> okay, he's also asked, most weddings attended by an amateur's host? Well, I mean, that one's Rob. No, it's easy. easy. Yeah, he's yeah. at weddings every week. Um, 
Uh, biggest surprise, Rob. Who who was your biggest surprise this year? It's got to be SJ, right? I just uh, he's gone from being like a borderline reserve grader last year. Like, would he even play again? To like hands down, Delium, like the best, like possibly the form half in the comp. It's just crazy his comeback story. Yeah, it's been pretty wild. Um, Osto, uh, who do you think would be your biggest surprise this year? Oh, well, I mean, it's probably the um, the man, the myth, the legend, Cartwright. Just, um, yeah, Cartwright's great. I yeah, haven't right. seen That's this type one. of form from him in a long time, not since he played yeah. in the halves, I think, with Sowie in 2016. Or was it 15? It was a while ago. So, yeah. yeah. That's Shout a good one. Out to um, I'll go for uh, Scott Drinkwater. I feel like he's Ooh. been a a pretty big surprise this year. Like just given yeah, where, yeah. He, where like he was like he averaged about what forty six last year, but the cows were a, a top four side. And then like given where they he started this year, um, Osto, I know you started with him and you were absolutely <sighs> loving life um, with a thirty eight and then a ten when he got sinbin and suspended for three weeks. Came back with back to back twenty sevens, and then from round eight onwards, he just never looked back. He just kicked on and it's just been awesome ever since then got all the way up to like mid 800s just crazy um did you get him or not i got him in the overall side not in the head-to-head side because of like all the mid-season buys like he didn't he only had what he had round 19 off and other than that he had what round 15 and obviously this week so i avoided him because of that but yeah got him in overall um and our last award and how we'll end for the night our MVP. Who has been the fantasy MVP this year? Rob, who's the MVP? I already gave Sean an award. Maybe I was too too hesitant on that. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Dan R for getting me a buy in the HL in my first year. Cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah, Came up big when you needed Dan it. Dan R, yep. let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like... Uh, if he wasn't the biggest surprise, he's, he's the the MVP um, is Sean Johnson for sure. But I'll um I'll give it to David Fafita, um, who's just been absolutely awesome this year. I started with him in round one. I think Rob did as well. And yeah, he, I mean he was a big part in getting me to the minor premiership in the in basically all of my fantasy leagues. So yeah, thank you, big David. Yeah, I was having a look at my team. It was just it's just Haas and Fafita that I've got that I've held for the whole rounds and they've both been pretty good and fun so yeah oh actually actually the speaking of like guys we've held since round one maybe my mvp should be uh tyson frizzell i think the only oh yeah mm. the yeah i think frizzell haas and fafita are the only three guys i started with that i've held all year i've got uh cleary and murray back in my side but i did sell them at, at one point so I've got five players from my round one side in my side currently, but only three I've held the entire season. But yeah, Tyson Brazil, I think, honourable mention for me as well. I feel MVP. like Tanner Boyd was quite good as well. Maybe I should have just yep. kept him instead of Robson. <laughs> yep. Um, Austin, mate, end us off. MVP. Uh, MVP, maybe not for his fantasy scoring, but Bradman Best has played every game up to date except this week. So he's mm-hmm. managed to shake that injury-prone tag. So I just want to give a shout out to Bradman to managing to stay on the park this year, mate. You were so close. So close to making it the whole year too. So Couldn't close. do it. 
All right, guys. Um, I think we've waffled on long enough. What do you think? Happy to leave it there, listeners? Do you think the listeners are happy? How did you, you go this week, Rob? How did you rate your performance out of 10? Oh, I think we did all right. I left waff- Most of the waffle um, got cut on the editing floor, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And Austin, mate, thank you for uh, coming along, filling in for Mark. It's It was a, a good little upgrade there, I think. Yeah, uh, Nathan yeah, yeah. Curry's a system halfback anyway, mate. So Cogger all the way. Ah, sweet. Yeah, no worries. We've got uh, Jack Austin Cogger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, enjoy your week. Good luck this week. Good luck in the uh, in the you know, in your head-to-head must wins. It seems like everyone's got a must win this week. So good luck this week, guys. Um, I'll be cheering you on. Um, for everything else, we'll uh, catch you in the Facebook group or in the Insta DMs, and we'll um, chat again. Well, I guess Sunday with me and Osto for the rap pod or anyone else who wants to chime in. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll, we'll catch you then. Love you guys.